speak. No, 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 no. It's not a million watch. This is Shady McCoy. The people on this set called my Eagles out, and guess what we did? We done showed up in Philadelphia, baby. They said, can we beat the seven-point score? I got to the show. Oh, I have to start yeah, go ahead. the show. Because I ain't done. Can I start the show, You please? start, and I'm going to finish. All right, that's fine. Anyway, I apologize for him. This, this, this is Speak. Uh, yeah. I'm Emmanuel Lato, and we got a heck of a show for y'all today. I kicked up dust when I said that Caleb Williams college phenom to consider sitting out the season. That's one topic we're going to address. But also the Miami Dolphins are they fool's gold after suffering another blowout loss at the hand of a superstar team. And speaking of the superstar team, LaShawn McCoy already spoke of it. The Philadelphia Eagles, them boys are flying high. Shane, you feeling good? No, I'm not. I'm feeling great. You're feeling great. Shady is feeling great, America. Shady is feeling great. But Shady, answer me this. Are the Super Bowl Eagles, not the really good Eagles, are the Super Bowl Eagles back? You see the flag, baby. Listen, Acho. Talk to me. See, I was happy to come to work today. I like to be right. Of course. Right? And we sat on this table with all my teammates. Okay. I love y'all. Y'all my teammates. We love you too, Shady. And, and, and one, two, three, <laughs> told the world and myself <laughs> that the Dolphins was going to beat the Eagles. That did happen. Now, do you remember what I said to you? What you say? It won't be close. Ooh. I told you it won't be close. Ooh. When you bring a team like that to Philadelphia, right, mm. the game that Jalen Hurts had against the Jets wasn't good enough. I knew he was going to respond. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the way he responded. Not only himself, the whole team. We look forward to this matchup. Come on now. See, you can't get happy about beating a team like the, the Washington Commanders. Yeah. Right? Even if it's a division game, you can't get hype about that. Who else we beat? We beat the, uh, I'm having Vikings, a brain freeze. Vikings. The, Vikings. The, the, Vikings the, 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 the Patriots. You can't get happy about that. But you can. The Bucks. Get happy and excited when you beat a team like a 70 points Dolphin Ooh. team. Woo! The most exciting offense we've seen in years. Years. Dolphins team. No doubt about right? it. Right? A top 10 wide receiver of all time, dead or alive. Tyreek Hill, Dolphin team. Mm -hmm. Atua, accurate quarterback, Dolphins team. Yes, sir, you preaching. You bring them boys to the Philadelphia, man. And we showed you what we do. Uh. We gave out crazy work, and we sent them boys back to 305 with a loss. Yeah. So next time y'all want to question the Eagles or question <laughs> Jalen Hurst, are we this, are we that? He know who I'm talking to. Uh. She know who I'm talking to. <laughs> you know who I'm talking to. Y'all talking about my boys have some respect. Mm. You feel me? I feel you. Big win, yes. big W. Mm. And who's the best team in football? Y'all gonna say it with me. Y'all gonna say it with me. When we, when we beat the Pats on it, oh, we're not playing like a, a championship team. Cool. You right. Yes, sir. So bring a championship team over here. Is it the Dolphins? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you again. Are we a championship best team in football right now? Shady, I mean, uh, Acho will probably give you the answer when he do his thing. Yeah, y'all know what it is. Joy Taylor, are the Super Bowl Eagles back? I don't think they ever left. Mm. Sorry, I give you, you a prop, Joey. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I don't think they ever left. Mm. I, now, I'm going to eat my crow in the Dolphins today, so don't worry. It's just still in the pot, stewing, and needs a few extra seasonings. We'll get to it in a second. But I've been talking about the Eagles highly all season, despite the way that Jalen Hurts has looked, despite the fact that they didn't have any of those quote-unquote impressive wins. I don't think that they left, because I think this is how the Eagles are. They win however they need to win. If they need to blow you out that night, that's what they're going to do. Right. If they're going to show up defensively like they did last night, that's what they're going to do. If they're going to overcome a bad performance like they just did, that's what they're going to do. That's right. The Eagles are about winning, which is why I never get too concerned about what's happening there. Now, they're worse. It wasn't a clean game. Mm. I would have liked to see a clean game from Jalen Hurts. But as far as them being capable of getting to a Super Bowl, I don't really see the difference between last year and this year. Oof. They're at the top of the NFC. They just beat a real, the, the best offense in the league. They made look incapable. Yes, of course, they're, they're Super Bowl-level Eagles, and I don't think they ever left. Mm, James Jones, Super Bowl Eagles back. Um, last night, they looked like it. Ah. This season, no. But last night, it, they looked like the, the Super Bowl contender Eagles that we were used to seeing last year yeah. consistently, right? This was a team last year that every time they stepped on the field, it was a consistent beatdown. Whether it was close or whatever, they played consistent football on both sides of the ball. Last night was the closest that they have been to looking like the Eagles of last year, mm -hmm. right? And even with that being said, they still turned the ball over twice and still beat down a really good Miami Dolphins team, which we all think. That's why we took the Dolphins up here because we thought they are a really good football team. And they turned the ball over twice, not as clean on the offensive side of the ball, and still dominated that, that football game. So this was their most complete game of the year for the Philadelphia Eagles from top to bottom when you talk about putting it all together. And this is what we, we've been wanting to see. They have not played like this all season. 
right? Whether you, and you could talk opponent, you could talk player down to your competition, you could talk any of that, but they have not looked like this. Even the energy and everything last night, you could tell that they was out there to make a statement like, yeah. we heard James Jones. No, not James Jones. We heard Acho uh, <laughs> saying the Dolphins was going to win this game and Acho played for the Eagles. See, James didn't play for the Eagles. Acho played for the Eagles and picked the Dolphins. They heard thanks, you. Thanks, James. And they came out. We appreciate that. We played well. Like, we appreciate yeah, that. Thank you, know, you, James. And they came out. They came out and played well. Okay, how impressive was it, though, 2-5? Because from where I sit, the fact that the Eagles won was incredibly impressive. Okay. When I looked at the performance in and of itself, I wasn't that blown away. I wasn't that blown away yeah. by Jalen Hurts. I wasn't that blown away by DeAndre Swift. I wasn't that blown away by really anybody besides A.J. Brown. I wasn't that blown away. Hassan Reddick, beast. Josh crazy. Beast. Blown away by those two. What blew me away, though, Shady, was the fact that they won. They beat a Dolphins team that only has one loss. That is what was impressive to me. Not how the Eagles looked. Hurts didn't look that great to me. He looked good. He didn't look great to me. The Eagles offense, they looked good. They didn't look great to me. The Eagles defense, they are getting better. But the fact that they won, that is what was most impressive to me, regardless of the intricacies of the performances in and of themselves. How impressive was the win to you? It was great to me. Great performance to me. I mean, just a couple weeks ago, you guys... You guys were telling me how the Dolphins was the best team in football. Mm-hmm. You guys told me how the, the Dolphins was the most exciting team in football. Now when we beat them, it, it can't be, oh, well, it wasn't that impressive. I mean, see, my thing is this. Football is, uh, is a competitive sport, right? And, and the NFL is the elite versus the elite. So technically, it really shouldn't be no blowouts. Yeah. We dominated that game last mm-hmm. night. You did. Right? On both sides of the ball. I mean, think about this for a second. Mm-hmm. No team in the NFL could have stopped that that. that um, Dolphins offense, right? They had the lowest in yards and, 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 and uh, yards and points last, last game. That doesn't happen easily. You got to go in there and demand and take that. That's what we did on offense. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he did have two turnovers. I think the fumble was, was his you know, deepest man to play. But the pick, things like that happens. You know, guys get a hand on the, on the ball, whatever, it's a pick. But then how do you respond to that, right? Because when Jalen Hurts had, had a fumble, we came and respond on defense, and we got a turnover. And we kept rolling, rolling, rolling. So I just think that when you ask about, uh, are you impressed? Yeah. One of them is the, the resume of the team we played. The Dolphins are a really, really good team. A lot of people would say that this team was, is probably one of the best in the AFC. Yeah. Top three at least. Yeah. And we dominate this team. So <laughs> say what you want, man. I mean, we didn't have a career day as far as yards and stats, but we dominated. That's the only thing that matters in football. Yeah. I, I think it should be scary that they turned the ball over like that twice and had a pick six and they still won the way that they did. It has to be an impressive. They, 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 Shady just said how great the Dolphins have been. They put up 70 points on a, an NFL team. Mm-hmm. An NFL team that won, by the way, yesterday. Uh, all right, all right. What? They won. It's an NFL team. Shady just said it. There shouldn't be no blowouts. You definitely shouldn't be putting up 70 points. And it only ever happened that close one other time. Like, that's the same team. Yes, it was against a bad team, but 70 bleeping points. Like, for them to – fine, fine. They're still all professionals. They're still all professionals. It's a very, very impressive win. Not just that it was a blowout, but what they did to that offense and that they were able to overcome two turnovers, which usually means you are not winning the game, and still blew them out. Yes, they took advantage of some deficiencies that the, that the defense had. Miami is also injured right now, but that doesn't matter. You're out there and you play who you play with. Miami played a – not only that, they made Miami play a very sloppy game. All those penalties, mm-hmm. it was physical. It was how Philadelphia wins at a high level. So it has to be a very impressive win. And, and real quick before you go, uh-huh. like the defending Waddle and Tariq Hill, you know how hard that is? And I didn't see no issues. Tariq beat us on, on, on the – You didn't see no issues? I didn't, hold up. Waddle much, got hurt, too. Let me say this. As, as much <laughs> issues we had in the secondary, right, with the Eagles, yep. right, that everybody complained about. And when I watched the game, I oh, wow. We, mm. we, answer, we answered the question. We did. You know how hard it is like, to contain them two speedsters? Yeah. Shady, they got busy. Yeah. We shut. We, what's busy? Y'all they mean, combined they for 17 catches on 140 yards. They scored 17 points. Or uh, and Waddle didn't even play the, the whole up. game, though. Is the game to score more points than the other team or not? They, yes. had, they had 17 points? That ain't the Dolphins team I know. That ain't a 70-point Dolphins team, I know. I, I, I take issue with hearing that the Eagles just beat the Dolphins down. That's they stop, the only they, thing I take they, issue with. They stopped the run. I watched the Dolphins. They did. With all their speed, everybody talks about, they run up and down the field. Run, pass, whatever it may be. Wide receivers, running backs. We shut the run down. That's done. Coach, no more runs. This is over with. <laughs> then we throw the passes. I mean, other than that deep pass type of game, I mean, we did pretty good. Well, first off, Waddle checked out of that game early with a back injury, came back and tried to try that's to play said, that's what they said. That's what they said. And, and had a good game. But back to the question, <laughs> was this Eagles victory impressive? Absolutely. 
One thing that go, I pay, go, one thing that I paid attention to um, when I wasn't sleeping in meetings, um, <laughs> <laughs> when the head coach got up there, was if you do not win the turnover battle, you're not gonna win the game, and usually that holds up to be true. Yeah. To turn the football over twice and even give up a touchdown, if we all was up here right now saying, hey, man, Dolphins going to score on defense and strip Jalen Hurts, we would have said Dolphins going to win this game by 20, right? So this is impressive because this is signs of a very good football team that you turn the ball over twice and give up a touchdown on, uh, to the defense on offense and you still find a way to really dominate this game win this game by two scores against a really good offense, a really good team in the Miami Dolphins. So for me, it was impressive from that standpoint because not a lot of teams can do that. You're right. We probably can, can't even count on our hand of how many teams could come back from turning the ball over two times against a good football team. You may do that against a bad football team, but against a good football team and still turn around and win that game by two scores and dominate that game. It was impressive by the Eagles last night. Well done. You really feel like the Dolphins got dominated. I do. I do, too. Yeah, I agree. And, 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 and I'm going to go ahead and say this on the record right now. Tyreek Hill, dead or alive, is the top summer receiver of all time. It's not close. I don't argue with that. I don't argue. Some people would. Uh, of course. Top 10? Yeah. Oh, top 10. And, and, and listen, and I'm ready to put him in that top five if you keep playing. That's where you should have went. Okay, let's focus on the Dolphins for a second then. Because the Dolphins, they have won five games. Yeah. But the teams they have beat, Patriots who have two wins, yeah. Panthers who have no wins, Giants who have two wins, Broncos, who have two wins, and the Chargers, who have two wins. But the teams they have lost to, the Buffalo Bills, 4-3, and three, they lost by 28. The Eagles, 6-1, and one, they lost by 14. And it could have been 21 if Nick Sirianni didn't call off the dogs at the end of the game. Y'all are looking at the full screen. So my question here, Ooh. though, is I would ask this question to any team I didn't have an affinity for, so I have to remove my affinity for the Dolphins and ask you anyway, Joy. Are the Dolphins fools gold? Because in their wins mm. versus bad teams, plus 95-point differential. But in their losses versus good teams, minus 42-point differential. I have to be objective and do my job in asking the question, are the Dolphins fools gold? No, but I think when you look at those stats, you have to argue that they're good, not great yet. Because good teams beat the teams you're supposed to beat mm -hmm. and beat them down, which they do. But great teams beat teams that are hard to beat. Right. And they're not only losing to those teams that are great, they're losing badly. They right. lost badly to the Bills. They looked terrible last night against the Eagles. All of these penalties, no run game, no adjustment for the run game being shut down. It, it, it didn't look like Dolphins football. And on top of that, you got aid from a defense that is struggling. Like, right. they got a pick six for you. Yeah. You, and that's not even how the Dolphins win games. They don't win games defensively. They just make it rain. And you weren't able to do that. So, to me, I, I'm very concerned about the defensive side of the ball, which we were already concerned about. They are banged up. So, when they get back to full strength, hopefully that will look differently. But we just don't know that yet. We know what the offense is capable of. My question is, when you run into a physical team, like the Bills, mm. like the Eagles, are you able to adjust, particularly on the road? Because both of those losses were also on the road. Mm -hmm. So are you just going to take advantage of being at home? We have to see that later on in the season. But that is my question about the Dolphins. They are a good team. It's not debatable. They've beaten the teams they're supposed to be. But they're losing badly to teams that we know are established and have made it to the postseason and won in the postseason in the Bills and the Eagles. And that's what's concerning to me. Yeah, James, the Dolphins, I just desperately wish they would beat somebody good. Yeah. They, got, they got the opportunity to, in two weeks, they play the Chiefs. Mm. But then they don't play another surefire playoff team until week 16 when you got the Cowboys, then you got the Bills, and you end the season. Fire, fire, fire. I, I won't say that they are fool's gold, but they do have to beat somebody yeah. good. Yes, they are injured. Everybody and their mom is injured. The, the Eagles are injured. Eagles' whole secondary hurt. Safety, safety, nickelback, all of them hurt. So yes, they are injured, but I desperately need the Dolphins to beat a good team, or at least Play them close. <laughs> Play them close. Yeah. Like, like, you can't lose to the Bills by 28, then lose to the Eagles by 14. Could have been 21. Like, play them yeah. close. That's my only issue. Where you stand? Fool's gold? <clears throat> no, not, not fool's gold. Because at the end of the day, this is why I love football. Because then nobody picked the Patriots to win, mm. right? And they, and they won, right? It's hard to win. It is hard to win in the National Football League. No, no matter how you slice it, no matter who on your schedule, it is hard to win. It's so many teams we can pull up their strength of schedule and say, this is why they got a couple wins. You know what I'm saying? So for me, yes, they have not beat the Buffalo Bills or beat the Philadelphia Eagles teams with winning records, but they're not fool's gold. I think this is a good football team. You went up against the best receiver core in the National Football League with two really good number one wide receivers without two of your all-pro corners. I don't even know who was out there for the Dolphins playing corner, right? So you, 
it was over before it started when you talked about it. if you had AJ Brown in fantasy, even if you picked the Dolphins to win, he was in. <laughs> you, you thought you thought he was going ball. So this this was a tough uphill battle for them anyway on the offensive side of the ball. So for me, I mean for the, on the defensive side of the ball, but for me, I think this is a really good team. They are going to get healthy. I think they will find ways to beat those good teams. But it just shows you really number one that the Eagles is a really really good football team, and the Dolphins got a little way to go. Yeah, I mean like it's the same thing of like a. I mean, I know you've dated before, and like, and and she's great, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's not her. It's, not it's her. me. <laughs> so, baby, it's not your fault. It's me. What you do, right? What what you so do. what I'm saying is, the Dolphins are a really, really good team. It's but not y'all. It's, it's, it's the Eagles. So when we're asking, is this team? Oh right. no, they're a good team. Oh, it's just getting with us is different yeah. and difficult. And you've seen that. And AJ Brown is a beast. Oh my. Listen, you can't guard him, mm. can't tackle him. What can you do with him? Mm. He got more, he got traded from the, the Titans. Yep. He has more yards than everybody on the Titans combined. Come on. He probably AJ, more, keep balling, baby. More yards than a lot of It's not film. It's us. Shay, you did say that's your breakup <laughs> advice, right? Like that's, that's how I break up. It, it, it depends. You know, nine times out of ten is my Punch fault. Me, I'm listening. And I say, he said nine times deep out breath, out right? It's my fault. Mm-hmm. <sighs> For her or you? Baby, it's, it's not you. <laughs> do you get a tear out? Or I'm not that good at acting. Ah, but I'm saying Hollywood, it's yeah. not you. It's me. Actually, I think that's respectable, Shay. It's, it's, I'm a respectable man. At, at, least, at least you're having a conversation. <laughs> it's not a completely honest conversation, yeah. but at least it is yeah. a conversation. I'm not going to text message to you or email. I'm not going to yeah. do that. I'm going to be respectful. Yeah. You know as you should. Yeah. Well, we will be respectful as possible coming up because the Buffalo Bills, they lost again. Three losses already, America. Last year, they had three losses, the duration of the season. Is it time to get off the Bills bandwagon? That is next on Speak. Don't forget, check us out every day. Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. Yo, we, we got room for y'all, though. It's time for Premier Performance, sponsored by Corona Premier. 90 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's unexpectedly, it's an unexpectedly light beer. My favorite beer right there. Gotta check Shady's cup now. All right, we're in second and short, family. Bill Belichick, he got his 300th career regular season win. At the Bills' expense, Patriots, they scored the go-ahead touchdown in the closing seconds to seal it. Bills now 4-3, and three, but Josh Allen said, quote, our season is not over, close quote. Bringing us on camera. Joy, I really can't wait to hear your answer to this one because there's a point of tension in this dialogue. I have always said, yo, let's get off the Bills' bandwagon. Ooh. At the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, their safeties are a little bit slower. Uh, Von Miller, he'll come back from injury, but he's a little bit slower. He's going to be a little bit older. Josh Allen, I don't know if he's already peaked. They lost Leslie Frazier, their defensive coordinator. James, for me, I'm stamping it. Get it notarized. It's officially time to get off the Bills bandwagon. Now, what that does not mean is that the Bills are a bad football team. Not saying that. What that does not mean is the Bills are not going to make the playoffs. I'm not saying that. I just believe that the Bills are going in the wrong direction. Think about the last three years for the Bills. They were 13-3. and three. They lost in the AFC Championship game to the Kansas City Chiefs. Then the year after that, they lost on the road to the Kansas City Chiefs in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Then last year, they lost at home in the divisional round. So if you just look at the trend of the Bills, yeah. AFC Championship game, lost, lose on the road, then lose at home, I would not be surprised this year if they lost in the wild card. I Ooh. think it is time to get off the bandwagon. Not saying the Bills are a bad team. I am not. But I think the Bills' window closed. Last year, I picked them to win MVP. I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I believe you did the same. I think we were in congruence there. Uh, this year, I ain't picking the same things. I'm off the bandwagon, James Jones. Where are you? Is it time to get off? I've never been on it. I've, I've never been on the Bills' bandwagon um, since y'all know me. Um, and the reason is, is because they're, they're such an inconsistent football team. I will not be surprised if the Buffalo Bills had the, I ain't going to say Philly because Philly just played well, but if the Buffalo Bills had the Kansas City Chiefs on their schedule next week and they beat them, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised. And then I would not be surprised if next week they had the Broncos on their schedule and lost. Mm-hmm. They're just an inconsistent football team, and they've showed us that since Josh Allen has been their quarterback and came into this league. Will Josh Allen get this team to the playoffs? Absolutely. He's that type of quarterback to where th- during a season he will will his team to 10 plus victories. But it's going to ha- you're going to have these games not just as a Josh Allen but as a Buffalo Bills team to where it's just so inconsistent and that's how it's been since he has came in and really took over for that ball club. 
They have been inconsistent in games, whether it's him turning the ball over, whether it's the defense not making, whatever it is, whether it's losing to opponents they ain't supposed to be losing to. They're just an inconsistent football team. And from that standpoint, I've never been on the bandwagon. I'm not surprised they lost this, and I wouldn't be surprised if they beat some good teams down the road, and I definitely wasn't surprised they beat the Dolphins. This is just a really inconsistent football team. No more, no less. Joy Taylor, where are you on the bandwagon? I know you said we have Bills fatigue. We do have Bills fatigue. Is it fatigue? Is it time to get off? What do you say? No, I, I think it's I think we have Bills fatigue from picking them to get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl every single year and Josh Allen to win MVP every single year and they make us look like liars. So we get tired of picking them. They're not a bad football team. Now, that said, I'm hanging on like the train and getting like bugs in the face <laughs> and stuff like it's getting a little windy out here. My hair is messed up from hanging on. But that's because, you're right, they are an inconsistent football team, and that's always been the hang-up to me. At their best, they can beat almost anyone, and they will no beat doubt. them down. No doubt. At their worst, they can lose to anybody. Mm-hmm. But, 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 you can say that about all of the good teams in the league right now. Talk to them. Every single team in the league right now, at this point in the season, has an unexplainable loss. Mm, the Chiefs. And has some good wins. Cowboys. I'm saying Chiefs won't have an unexpected. Chiefs, you're right. Yeah. The Chiefs are the only ones. The Chiefs are the only ones. Yeah. Which is why I, th- I think that the Chiefs are the best team in the league right now. Because they have one loss in the week one to a Lions team that has turned out to be really good, despite what happened yesterday, which we'll get to later. I just don't think it's time to get off because they, at their highs, they're so high. And if you have the capability of being that high, I still have to take you seriously. Because all the teams that have those highs also have those lows this year. Yeah, I'm still riding with the Bills. I don't, I don't know about this here to stay today and going tomorrow. I'm not with that. I'm riding with the Bills. They're really, really coached very well. I think they have a really, really good quarterback. They're a good team, right? And they happen to lose to a, a bad team in their division. The divisional games are always hard, right? The same Bills team that lost to the Patriots, who are not a good team, they also beat the heck out of the Dolphins by 28 points. That did happen, right? When I look at the Bills team, they're battling injuries, right? Some guys are I'm just, just hear me out for a second. They they are banged up, right? Of course. Yeah, yesterday they, they struggled to stop the run, right? I think a lot of that had to do with Ed Oliver not being there, one of the highest paid guys. He will be back though. Sure. Right? That's interest with, with the the the, the, um, the secondary, mm-hmm. right? They're getting better and better and better. I'm not making an excuse, excuse for them, but I just think that going forward, they might take some of these lumps. Because we all know this, they're going to the playoffs. They probably gonna win this division. Mm. I mean, I, I, that's what I think. It'd be tough. It'd be, It'd be tough. tough, but but I mean, it's it, not it, crazy to say that it won yeah. the last three. Come on, right? So <laughs> if you had to bet on any team in that division to win, it's going to be them. And another thing is, when I look at them, they do have a top five offense. That's true. Correct. They do have a top five defense. That's not true. Anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Well, well, before this game, they did. Before this game, they did. There. So my thing is going forward, right? Because we're, we're counting about the the, the the long haul. We're talking about the playoffs. Yeah. About the yeah, 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 yeah. They will be in the playoffs, and 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 yes, they did lose to the Patriots. But this is my point. If they are matched up against the Chiefs. If they're a matchup against the Dolphins, mm-hmm. who else is in AFC that's really, really good right now? Ravens. The Ravens. Mm-hmm. All them teams, they could lose. But all them teams, they can win as yeah, well. No doubt. So keep that respect on the name where when you talk about getting off the bandwagon, they can beat all them teams. But Tupac, let me ask you this, because uh, I was talking to an Olympic track coach. She said something that stuck with me. She, she spoke said, about this. Did she speak about me? No, she didn't. She, okay. It's not always about you. Okay. She said this, a sprinter is not their personal best. They are their average. So when I'm looking at the Buffalo Bills, I can't say that they are their best. The Bills are who they are on average. Same thing with the Eagles. That's why the Eagles are so great. On average, the Eagles are still really good. They're six and one. The Buffalo Bills are four and three. Like, let's not, this isn't a matter for me anymore, Joy, of fatigue. Now it's a matter of just, they're not as good as they have been. Mm -hmm. Y'all realize in 2020, they had three losses over 16 games. Last year, I believe they had three losses over 17 games. Now they have three losses over seven games. Those players have been injured. You know better than anybody. Last year, Poirier, he was hurt. Last year, Micah Hyde, he was hurt. Last year, Von Miller, he got hurt. Last year, the running back, he got hurt. Last year, Tadavious White was coming off an ACL. He was hurt. So to me, we've seen an injured Bills team before. This isn't so much about injuries now. It's just about the Bills aren't that good on average. They're currently the seventh seed. As much as I would be confident they'll win the division, I would not be super surprised if they finished as a seventh seed. Yeah. I mean, they, did, they lost, I believe it was, or played close to a Jaguars team. Andy, they, lost. Me they, lost. Wrong. they lost. They lost to a Jaguars game. game. They lost. Close game. I think it was 25 to 20. Yeah. They barely beat the Giants. I mean, barely beat the Giants. Yeah. They just lost yesterday. So when you look at their schedule, it's like they have an inexplicable loss to the Jets, mm. an inexplicable loss to the Patriots, a loss to 
the Jags and they inched out a victory versus the Giants, I just can't ignore what my eyes are telling me. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. But if I told you that the Bills were going to be in the Super Bowl this year, you would also... This would time I would shocked. be shocked. Very. Yes, I would be shocked. No, yeah, well, shocked. Yes, be shocked. No, I not, would. Boy. I would be shocked, and no, I will tell wouldn't. you exactly why. Yeah. I, I would be shocked. 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 You would be shocked if the Colts made it to the Super Bowl this year. You wouldn't. No disrespect to the Colts. Sorry, darling. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody had to catch a stray. I had to pick a team. You're not. Y'all not making it to the Super Bowl. Okay, I feel it. Sorry. Somebody got to get it. Sorry to the Colts for catching a stray. You would be shocked if the Colts made it to the Super Bowl this year. The Bills. Yes. No, 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 no. I just said the Colts. Oh, the Colts. Of course, I'd be. That's How are you going to be shocked? The Josh Allen and the Bills are in the Super Bowl this year. I don't see a world, a world where the Bills could win three straight that's, games, that's, particularly that's on the road, particularly versus good teams. I just don't see that. Yeah. And, Joy, the question who, is... Who would you see? Swap the Bills out. Who would you see able to, to do well, that Other than the Chiefs. That you, have, that you would have absolute this is a, faith. This is, oh, not absolute. No. Oh, absolute faith is only the Chiefs. Absolute faith. Okay. But the teams I wouldn't be shocked by, Dolphins, Ravens, well, Bengals, Chiefs. Well, I wouldn't well, be shocked. Well, well. The Ravens? Y'all was giving the Ravens a hard time. I wouldn't be shocked, I'm saying. Oh, okay, like, okay. Because oh. I could, the Ravens on average, like the Ravens lost to the Colts. We all saw it. But on average, the Ravens are here. The Bills are, I mean, good. And, because and that's, and that's the main, but when that's they're the main like thing. this, they're like way up I here. Know, but that's the main thing, though. The main thing is like, let's, let's be honest. When the Eagles take the field, we know what we're getting. True? Yeah. Yes. Right? For me, but you... But I'm just saying, we, we know what we get. If we're dating back to last year, or we're dating back to... We know we, when the Chiefs take the field, we know what we're getting. Yes. Whether you win or lose, but we know, know what, what type of getting. football they are going to play. No, we know we're going to win. Same, no, yeah, same sure. thing with the Ravens. We, we know what we're getting, whether you win or lose. We don't know what we're getting from the, from the, from the Buffalo Bills. And you talking about three... Cons- that's why they ain't been to the Super Bowl yet. Because yeah. they can't put together three of them yeah. consistently to play at a high level. That's why they ain't been there. Every time, whether they put together one good one, two good, they never put together three good ones. And if you got to go on the road for all three of them, it's not going to happen. That's going to be impossible because that's what they've shown us, that they're an inconsistent football team, no matter how good your quarterback is. But, Shady, why do you find humor in this, given the fact that the Eagles are polar opposite of the – the Bills are polar opposite of the Eagles? The message we're preaching about the Bills serves your Eagles' point. So I'm just confused as to your confusion. I, I just, I, I mean, one thing about the, the, the Bills, like we've seen them for the last three years, they have the best record in, in football. Second best only Second to the best. Chiefs. Second best, yep, the Chiefs. Yes, sir. And, and we look at the Chiefs as a different team than everybody else. Even my Eagles. I look at the Chiefs as a different team than everybody else. Because the last five, six years, they've been giving out different results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we look at the, the next team close to them, especially in the AFC, it's got to be the Bills. The Bills are a type of team that could compete against anybody. Right? Are or were? Still to this day. Okay. For example, like Von Miller. I mean, I think the, the word of Von Miller. Of course. Got, come First on for injury, Hall right? But my First thing is, ballot. he's slow. He's on a pitch count. He's slowly getting himself together. Now, by the time playoff time comes, he's going to be healthy enough to get to the quarterback. I just can't write the, the Bills off because I see them do well for so long. And if you compare them to any other team, the AFC, like you said, the Bengals, I can see the Bills beating up on the Bengals. Sure. Right? The Chiefs are the only team that's going to be a, a good matchup where I favor the, the, the Chiefs. But the Dolphins are a good team, but still. They just beat them by 28 points. So as much as y'all want to get off the bandwagon or not rock with them just because they haven't been playing well, it's still the Bills. Because they did have them three games against three good defenses that they ran them off. And we was rocking with that. They had these small little times where they just, they play bad. They play down to their competition. They do. And that is, but, but... They also play up to their competition. Yes, they do. Which is why I can't say I would be shocked if they were in the Super Bowl because I know that they're going to, they're going to match up with great teams, potentially even beat them down. If the Eagles win over the Dolphins was impressive, what was the Bills win over the Dolphins? Mm-hmm. On both sides, they dominated. I can't wait to watch the Bills rest of the season. It's just fascinating. Four and three. The Bills. I'm writing this down, write down too. Yeah, you go. So y'all always like. So wait. So I know the points in my notes. So y'all done with the, the Bills. I've right? never been on the Bills band. So you've never been with them, all right? Because you don't like Josh Allen sometimes. Sometimes you do. I don't know. He's, he's I never said that. Okay. I think they're descending. I think they are going in the wrong direction. Okay. Descending. So what are you? I know. That's but are you, what are you not? Are you I don't. Off I just the need to know. Yeah, I'm off the bandwagon. Like I don't think they're gonna win a Super Bowl. Acho or me? Which one we put that? Go Acho. Acho. Done. Done. With okay. The bandwagon. Yes. Bandwagon. Okay. Good thing. I just want to put my notes. <laughs> Hold on. Put me down. 
So you be making up. That's just squad. Okay. I don't know. I'm, that's squad. Squad. I'm saying like, uh, I think I did pick the Bills. You know who else is bandwagon? I have been <laughs> off. Yeah, Niners. Justin Herbert. You didn't pick the Bills. You been off. I bet I did pick the Bills. Who our Super Bowl prediction? Justin Herbert. I've been off his bandwagon for a while, and at two and four, Chargers fans might be as well. Was I right all along about Justin Herbert? Is he, in fact, overrated? The most contentious yet invigorating conversation next on Speak. No, I had, uh, I had Eagles built. We're in third and long, family. I have to level with y'all, if I may. 363 days ago, talking about Justin Herbert, I said a thing. I said a thing. I want you to listen to it. I said it first. Herbert was overpraised, but not overrated. It's time for me to correct myself. Justin Herbert is both overpraised and maybe the most overrated quarterback in football. Overpraised, I said shady. Overrated, I said shady. Justin Herbert in his career is 27 and 28. If you include the playoff game, he is 27 and 29. He's a losing quarterback. This season, he is two and four. They are not on the brink nor the verge of making the playoffs in his fourth season. He's on his second head coach. If it continues in this trend, he will be on his third coach in four years. I do believe that Justin Herbert, who many have proclaimed as a top five quarterback in football, is both overrated. He's not as overpraised anymore because people are starting to waken up. The aperture of their mind is starting to be opened. But Shady, I I said from the beginning, Herbert was overrated and he was overpraised. Was your boy right? I, you are my boy. That's right. My dog. That part's right. Overrated sounds wild, though. Okay. Because he's that good where he could be an MVP. I can see MVP in, in, in his future. You could, too, probably. Sure. Right? So it's hard to call an MVP like, like kind of... MVP talent. Talent. MVP mm-hmm. talent kind of overrated, right? Mm-hmm. So when you talk about overrated, like, why do you rate him, rate him high? It's because he got talent. Yep. He's strong. He can throw. The ideal type of quarterback you want. He has that. I'm going to go more on, you said something about he's not a winner. I'm with that lane, right? I'm in that lane. I, I don't think he's a winner. Not yet. He has to get there. I mean, because the stats that he has, the things he's done, the things he's accomplished, they didn't give him that. He earned that. The, yeah. In the first three years, any quarterback, more touchdowns, more yards, he earned that. Because he's that good. $250 million? Mm-hmm. He earned that because he's that good. We need some results. Now, I could go with you as far as not being a winner, um, you know, not, not holding up the bargain as far as being talented and not delivering. It's a lot of quarterbacks and players like that. They're super, super talented, but don't deliver. Like a James Harden. Yeah. Give you all them buckets, you know, the beard, commercials, shots, money, but don't win. Go to a team, they don't win. I hope he's not in that category, but he's looking like it. Mm. So until he start winning games, I won't call him overrated. I just call him not a winner. James? It's on you, James. Absolutely. <laughs> Are you scared I'm to speak, James? He draws. You're over there playing tic-tac-toe. You're scared to answer the question. I'm trying to bottle it all up, man, because I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this dude. I watched this dude play. It's a hard question. And this dude can easily be an MVP in this league. I asked you the other day last week on the show, what's his ceiling? You told me 45 touchdowns mm-hmm. and 5,000. Like, that's MVP-type numbers. Yes, like, when we look at Justin Herbert play and... Even with the losses that Justin Herbert has had, what some of the stuff he showed us on the football field showed us that greatness. Like, he could be great. So, abs- I, I do not agree with you, even though you're my dog. He is, he is not overrated at all. Really? And it ain't even close. Yeah, and if I had to tell you, off air, write down your top ten quarterbacks in this league, I promise you he in there. Agree. For sure. Agree. You know For what I'm sure saying? So there. when yes. we're talking about a top 10 talent... But no, hold top, on, hold on. I got to stop you. I have to stop you. <laughs> we, stop we, don't, we don't say he's top 10. If we said he's top 10, I wouldn't have uttered the words overrated and overpraised. I promise you I wouldn't have. We say he's top 5. That's a, there's a huge difference there. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the only reason I have to stop you. Top 10, I'm with you. Please go and cook. But, the, but if we say he's top 5. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Talent-wise, I would put him in top 5. Top 5 talent? Only, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The only reason why I can't put him in the top 5 is like Shady said, he's not winning. You know what I'm saying? But when you just talk about the talent at the quarterback position, it's, it's, and that's why I hate it because I feel like, number one, I don't feel like it. I know that football's a team sport, yes, you know? And yes, it is certain quarterbacks that got game-winning drives. When Derek Carr came into the National Football League in 2014, he has the most fourth-quarter comebacks as a quarterback. We wouldn't take Derek Carr over a lot of these quarterbacks. And Derek Carr, my brother. But you guys would probably put Derek Carr behind a lot of these quarterbacks. But he has the most fourth-quarter comeback since he came into this league, right? So, for me, winning has a lot to do with your team, 
as well. And I understand he had the ball in his hands certain times to win games. Every but time. when we talking about Justin Herbert and we talking about ceiling, like you said, 45 touchdowns, <laughs> 5,000 yards. When we talking about this is a top five talent, there's no way that we can even sit here and say this man overrated. Acho, I want to hear why you guys say I, I this will. man I will. I will overrated. And please nice. leave the victories out of it because oh, it's a nice. team sport. This, this ain't Sunday. It's Monday. Nice. Joy, I, I want to hear you, Joy, because I, I, I know you got to be on my side because we sit close to each other. Um, <laughs> hmm. I, I hear you both on the overrated thing. It's, it's hard to have the, the statistics that he has and call him overrated. I picked him as to win the MVP. Obviously, I thought they'd have a better season than they're yeah. having. But he has MVP-level talent. But here is where I get... Where, where, where I, I have to side with Emmanuel on the overpraise. Oh. Mm. I have to. And I, and I kind of always have on the overpraise because after his, after his rookie season, in love. I mean, really, I, I like Justin Herbert coming into the league. After he played his bowl game, I was like, oh, he's way better than, than people thought he was coming out of college. He wasn't being talked about like that until that bowl game. I was like, no, no, he's, he's got potential. We've seen something different in him. They let him play a little bit. He has the ability to play at this level. But this is why I defend Jalen Hurts so much when people question what Jalen Hurts is actually capable of. How good is Jalen Hurts? Is he worth that money? Is he, is, is he, is he really established himself as, yes, he wins games. Even when, he's, even when he mistake, makes mistakes, he wins games against good teams. That's what you saw last night. Justin Herbert throws two interceptions. You might as well, we might as well mercy rule the game. We might as well mercy rule. It's over. Yeah, 28 defense. You have to win. Like, I, I get it. Talent is so sexy. Oh, we love a talented person. But what do they actually accomplish? And at some point or another, you got to be measured up against your peers. And when you have a record like this, and I know everyone keeps talking about the charges and this and that. There's so much. You want to talk about talent? There's so yeah, much talent on the team. Right. There's so much talent on the team. And Both the ball sides. is in your hands. If you like that, you got to make it happen. Because we're watching other guys do it that are in your draft class, that are around your age, that have less experience than you in the league. So I, I, I hate to pile on him because he is still a young player, and I think he still has the potential to grow. But we haven't seen it yet. So when I, when I, where I agree with you is the overpraised part because talent is mm. amazing we you, you have to have the talent i agree with that but we've seen a lot of talented people not have the success in the postseason and the wins that we think that they're capable of because they can't always put it together and i do think there is something to there is something to winning there is something to closing games out there is something to putting the team on your back that's why they get paid that okay so your defense didn't come up big Go win the game. You got, you got two and a half minutes left. That is an eternity. That is, might as well be a quarter. Yeah. And you, got two, you, got, you have the two-minute warning and two timeouts. Why can't we score? And wide receivers. Why can't we score? So, so I, can't, I can't say he's overrated because we do see the talent with our eyeballs. We read the statistics. He's playing in the same league as all these other quarterbacks and putting up those stats. So I have to respect that. But I also have to respect the guys that are winning games. And they're also being paid. Go Win the bleeping game. You have the ball in your hand at the end of the, at the, end of the game. Shady, let me drop a bar on you. I see you right. Let me drop a bar on you. If all you see is what you see, then you don't see all there is to be seen. Mm -hmm. One more time. Yeah. If okay, all you see back. is what you see, mm -hmm. then you don't see all there is to be seen. Mm -hmm. What is everybody talking about with Herbert? He's got the size. Mm -hmm. He's got the arm strength. Yeah. He's got the height. He's got the physical ability. All you see is what you literally see. Mm -hmm. Then you don't see all there is to be seen because Herbert doesn't have it. And you can't see it. And Shady, you know better than anybody about it because you played with Tom Brady. And Tom Brady had it in excess. Yeah. See, Tom Brady didn't get drafted that high because he didn't have all the tangibles that Herbert had. Tom Brady ran a five-second, 40-yard dash. Mm. Tom Brady's arm was not lively. It was not wiry. Tom Brady was not going to run away from a defensive end. But Tom Brady had it in excess. If all you see is what you see, you don't see all there is to be seen. And when you look at all, Justin Herbert, all you see is what you see. But America, it is a differentiating factor. You want to talk about going to a bad organization because the Chargers, at least as of late, haven't been great. What did Joe Burrow do when he went to the Bengals, America? Win. What did Tua do when he went to the Dolphins? That organization wasn't great. Win. So if all you see is what you see, you don't see all there is to be seen. I am pleading with you all. Look beneath just the height, the stature, the arm. Look beneath that. There's more to winning and losing than arm talent, then height, then mobility, and that to me is a dilemma, Joy. The only thing mm. I will say mm. about this season 
that I'm going to like just give it a couple, just a little tiny pause. They got a little nice stretch of schedule coming up. Win, win the next few games. They have some, some easier opponents. Now they could very easily lose to these teams as well. Worse. But you're, you're, you're more talented than these teams coming up. Right, you you you've got the Bears next week. Mm-hmm. You should beat the Jets. The Lions is going to be a tough one. You should beat the Packers. Get into that Ravens game with one loss. You could turn the entire season around. So that's four wins right there. Right. You know what? I, I, overhype is, is extreme for me. I can't say overhyped, but overpraise that's a good one because that's two different things. Mm-hmm. Overpraise them too much, right? Yep. What's he done to get that praise? Thank you. Overhype is like, yo, he's talented. He's good. Uh, he's not as good as we thought. No, no, it's not that. It's the overpraise. What are what's the results you're giving us? Because that's what's missing. What's missing is the results. Yeah. Right. What's missing is wins. Those are things that he's not giving us. And the things like Jalen Hurts when they argue about the talent. I think most people would say that he's probably more talented than Jalen Hurts. Right. But one thing that Jalen Hurts gives you them wins. He gives you them results. That's what's missing from him. So if we're gonna start putting this guy, not just by talent, but just as an overall quarterback, as high as we do, we gotta hold him to that standard. Like you can't be. One and five is Patrick Mahomes and say you one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You can't mm-hmm. give up a 28-point lead in the playoffs. Yeah, so, so I, I do agree with you to a certain extent as far as overpraise. Overhype sounds wild, but when you start breaking this dude's tape down, his stats, what he's doing, what he's accomplishing, it's only numbers. James, are, explain we, put, are we really putting all this on Justin Herbert? Yeah! We, we were, That's we a quarterback really, stat, yes. We're really putting all this on Justin Herbert. Well, hold on now, James. Hold on now. Hold on now. I am. Let me just let me just let me just present a small, a tiny Please, case. A small present case. Present it. Present okay. it. Because if you don't, I will. If Lamar Jackson was two and four right now, yeah. Jesus, it, the world would be on fire. Fire. If Josh Allen was two and four right now, what would happen? It would, world would be. That's blaze. a good point. Okay. Jalen Hurts. Who else? Jalen Hurts. Keep Ooh. cooking. Tua. Keep cooking. Joe Burrow. We get Joe, Joe Burrow. So so if we're gonna give everybody else smoke. Mm. We certainly give it to Russell Wilson. Mm, absolutely. We certainly give it to any quarterback that we at one point either considered the top of the league or is in the top of the league. These problems. So if you're going to do all that and you get $200 million, mm. yeah, you got to be in the same. You got to get the smoke with everybody she else. You can't just, you know, I know you got the flowy hair and, you know, all that. Like, we like it. It's going to go off. But yeah. at some point, right, like, is that fair? It's not that. I don't I think it's all just saying, I don't think it's all Justin fault. But we get. All but those, it would be everybody else's fault. All those dudes you just said right now, can you sit here and say they overrated? But I don't think he's overrated. I think he's over. I, I agree that he's being overpraised. Because if we, because if any of those other quarterbacks were playing like that, had the ball in their hands at the end of the game, and had this record going at this point in the season with the expectations that they came into with this year, there would be smoke and fire. So we ain't and we brimstone ain't, and ashes raining from the sky. So we have not seen quarterbacks go in bad situations. We ain't seen. We have not. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead, go ahead. We have not seen people bash Lamar Jackson for. How he's looked during certain seasons. Sure. We 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 see how people bash in Russell Wilson. We see how people bash Josh Allen, including me, when he has these certain type games. Like these quarterbacks get bashed too, right? Yeah. None of them quarterbacks, and you can say they won a couple more playoffs than Justin Herbert. The goal is to win a Super Bowl. Ain't none of them quarterbacks did that. What what point you making? Elaborate. Break this down for me. Break this down. We getting on Justin Herbert because Justin Herbert ain't won playoff games and, and, and all this and, and not winning games. If we talking like that, ain't none of these dudes accomplished Super Bowls. He hasn't won that one playoff game. It don't matter. Well, here's, here's, here's it what I'm ain't getting. all on him is what I'm here's, saying. So Josh Allen, is it all on Josh Allen? Because they ain't been. Right. When they lose. Is it all on Josh Allen they like this? When they lose, who, who, who we blame? Who we blame? We blame Josh. When they lose, who, who they blame when they lose? Last year versus the Bengals, we blame the mess out of Josh. Who they, who? Lamar Jackson. Hold up, hold up. Everybody kills Lamar Jackson. Lamar, started Lamar, gets, Lamar gets blamed when he's not even playing. We, we because can't. he's not playing. Here's my only thing, James, and, and I got to take us to break, but if you, you want to respond, you lot, can. You guys putting a lot on the Here's the only thing. The only thing is now four losses, America. I'm not making this up. This is the tape. I challenge you to go back and look at it. And the four losses, Miami Dolphins, sure. the Chargers were winning. Tua had the ball. He went down the field. He scored. Justin Herbert had the ball. He went sack. Grounding, sack, game was over. That was the first loss. Their second loss to the Tennessee Titans. Thankfully, the Chargers won the toss. Go down score, game is over. What did Justin Herbert do? Three straight incompletions. Ryan Tannehill, their offense, they took the ball, they scored. Game over. Third loss, Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys, the game was tied. Dak Prescott had the ball with six minutes left. He went down the field, he got a field goal. Justin Herbert got the ball. 
Interception Stephon Gilmore. Game is over. Fourth loss, Kansas City Chiefs. That was a one-possession game, the entire, entirety of the game until the Chiefs' very last possession. At the start of halftime, it was 24-17. to 17. The Chargers defense held the Chiefs to punt, fumble, punt, punt. Herbert cannot do anything with that. Herbert went interception, punt, punt, punt. Man. Game is over. Look at so me. the reason I am blaming Justin Herbert is because in every single game, there has been opportunity. Every single one. I'm not making yeah. this up. Shady, Joy, Acho. In this kid's first three years. No, he'll get some stats about his numbers. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I did this too. I did this too. Go ahead. I did this too. Here he goes. Okay. He has a top 10 offense. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most passing yards, most touchdowns. All time. Right. Of yep. all. Yep. How is it him? Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's what I'm saying. How is it all on him? I can understand let me, let me where you can you point out a couple. How is it this kid? This, this is why, because I was in that same seat. Not like in that seat, but just how you think. So it ain't no boasting. No, 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 no. He was on this last year, though. I was like, Joe, I was like, Asha, you tripping. This dude has so many yards, touchdowns, and I'm watching this, how good he is, right? But then you got to look past that. Let's look at some of these results. When the defense, let's say not playing great, but our best player has the ball in his hand. Everybody should be happy about that. Like, yo, we're going to win. We got the ball back just to Herbert, and then they lose over and over and over again. So it's like, I can't, I got to stop looking at these, the stats he done did. I got to start looking at his, his talent he has. Thank you. I got to look at the results. And every time, even if the defense is bad, you get the ball back. Wait, wait, wait. You get the ball back, right, with some really, really good weapons. Yep. And you still don't score and don't win? I can't condone that. The reason, the reason, why, I'm, that. The reason why I'm passionate about this is because I, I was with the Raiders when Derek Carr came in as a rookie. We had a terrible football team, mm -hmm. right? Derek Carr was a really good young quarterback, right? Like I told y'all before, most since he came into the league, he's tied or has the most fourth quarter comebacks, mm -hmm. right? We were losing a lot of games, right? It wasn't all on this young fella. It, even 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 as even as good as he was, it it wasn't all on him. That team wasn't he, as good as this he team don't had. he don't play yeah. defense. And at the end of the day, man, this this is this and is a team. But Carr, but, but, we never let Carr's a top five guy. However bad the defense has been, he's had an opportunity to go win the game at the end of these games. That, like they, they've been close you, enough. They've been close enough that the ball is in his hands with multiple timeouts, multiple ways to stop the clock. Ball is in your two hundred million dollar super talented top five. One of them. That's what you want. That gobbler, okay, quarterback. Say we can't. I can't. I can say what I want <laughs> around here, okay? Gobbling up these stats, and he can't win in the fourth quarter. But at the end of the day, though, we gotta go to break now. At, no, at the end of the day, though, Acho can't cover up his praise for Justin Herbert because I asked him. What's his ceiling? He said 45 and 5. Correct. So that means you still watching this young fella like this young fella is special. He is you special. You just said he sh Man, should be was, a top five quarterback. He's special and get some wins. I ain't worried about That's special. special. All right, when we return, I got a lot of defending to do. USC, their quarterback and their team has lost back-to-back -back games. So I put out a little tweet, which I guess kicked up all the dust in the world. I think Caleb Williams should consider, operative word being consider, shutting it down the rest of the season. I got to suspend that. Next. Yeah, you're going to be on an island on this one. Yeah, I'm going to lead the block. Ocho Island. USC, they lost in the closing second Saturday when Utah kicked a game-winning field goal. Caleb Williams didn't throw for a passing touchdown for the first time as a Trojan starting quarterback. And now his squad has lost back-to-back -back games. Can we come on camera for this one? I didn't realize I was going to kick up a whole world of dust when I tweeted, well, with national championship hopes gone, Caleb should consider sitting out the rest of the season. The Heisman is a long shot. College football playoffs, they're even less likely, and he's not going to play in the bowl game. So, business decision, because the risk far outweighs the reward. Well, 16.7 million views later, I figured I should defend myself. Now, many people are saying why Caleb Williams shouldn't, shouldn't consider sitting out. They point to three reasons. Selfishness, quitting on the team, loyalty. Well, let me undress all of these arguments. Number one, it would be selfish. America, I simply ask you to recalibrate your brain. The college football we fell in love with is not the college football that is today. Everybody is selfish. As the transport portal expanded, so did selfishness. What was it when Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma before the Alamo Bowl to go to USC? What was it when Caleb Williams left Oklahoma? What was it when Jordan Addison, Belindikoff winner at Pittsburgh, left that team to go to USC? It was selfish. Duh, that's what high-level athletes and coaches do. As for quitting on the team, 
I won't deny that. He is quitting on the team, but he's committing to his family and his future. Before the 2020 season, LSU were reigning national champs. Jamar Chase, he had a decision to make. Could he play his third year or could he sit out the entirety of the season? What Jamar Chase choose to do? He chose to sit out the entirety of the season. Micah Parsons, he had a decision to make. What Micah Parsons choose to do? They wanted to sit out the season because it was a COVID year. They wanted to put their health and their family first. All I'm saying Caleb Williams should do is commit to his birth family over his adopted family. I'm sorry, get mad at me. And lastly, you want to talk about loyalty. The only person Caleb Williams in my mind needs to be loyal to is to Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley recruited him. Lincoln Riley took him to Norman, Oklahoma. As for USC, Caleb Williams has already done more for USC than USC can do for him. He brought him the first Heisman Trophy in 20 years. Caleb Williams brought him in an 11-win season. They've only seen one 11-win season, 2017, in the last 20 years. So when you want to talk about loyalty, he's already been loyal to the soil, which is USC, because he helped them win and become relevant again. If you think Caleb Williams should go back to college, or at least if you don't think he should consider Consider sitting out the rest of the season? Maybe you the one that's selfish. Mm. Shady, I'm talking to you. Am I first? You have to be, because you're the one who said right. you got a whole bunch of texts before, about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like, your boy Otto tripping. I said, no, that wasn't him texting that or tweeting that. That wasn't him. Before I even ask or give this to my take, but was that real or, you, or that's TV? I just want you to know. That's real. So you believe that for real? Absolutely. Okay, so I'm going to disagree. Like, the whole thing. Everything you said, I just disagree on all of it. <laughs> my thing is, like, when we commit to, to playing this sport of football, right, mm. it's a team thing, right? He says he's a great player, but he needs his teammates. Mm-hmm. Left tackle to block for him, or obviously to catch the ball. You brought up Parsons and you brought up Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. They never start the season, right? Sure, of course. So there's, there's, there's no quitting because they didn't start the season. When you, when you say you want to play a game with these teammates – and we commit to this, no matter wins or losses, you stick it out, you ride out. Now, if you want to sit the, the one bowl game out, depending on what it is, that's fine. But you need to finish the season with your teammates. That's called quitting. My dad won't even let me do that, even in, like, little league. Mm-hmm. If you start, you got to finish. Mm-hmm. That's one part. Talk to me. The second part is, these last two games, he's been playing very, very oh. good. Mm-hmm. And we all know he's the first pick in a draft, but mm-hmm. when you got some dog in you, which I think he has dog in him, mm-hmm. in two games he has two losses, one touchdown, three picks. You won't go out like that. That's been soft. Mm. You, you, ain't, you ain't showing how good you really is. You playing bad. No, you got to make up for that. That's the second thing. The third thing is when you tell your teammates, like, listen, I'm not going to play because I'm going to the NFL and you're going to quit in the middle of the season. Mm. What type of friendship do you think he's going to have with these dudes? Because I get it. You're talking about this all money. He's making money with the NIL. He's making a lot of money. Every commercial I see, I see him on. Hey, boy. I've been to Wendy's four times because of him. Right? <laughs> but when you, when you tell your teammates, like, Yo, I'm, I'm a ride for you, my boy. Mm-hmm. All my friends I have from college, I'm more tired of them than guys in the NFL. Okay. It's a brotherhood you built. Yeah. I, I can't believe you even said that. Let me, let me, it hurt me inside you said that. I apologize. Yeah, let me, come on let me, Okay, let me, make a, come on. let me make a statement and then I have a question. Because there's integrity in this yeah, football game. Yeah, come on, let, me make, come on. let me make a statement then I have a question. That's kind of soft. The difference in my mind, I Shady, I would say for you is this. <laughs> Number one, you committed to Pitt. Yeah. Out of high school, you were committed to Pitt. You were going to Pitt. If Caleb Williams was at OU, I would give you all a different answer. If Caleb Williams was still at OU where he took his official visit, where he committed to his recruiting class, where he had been there for his brothers, where he had replaced Spencer Rattler and had wrote it all the way through, Caleb Williams has been at USC for 18 months. What's that mean? You and your brothers with Pitt, who you're tighter to to this day, I cannot surmise is the same thing. You, you know my college, my, my, my college resume. I didn't, I didn't stay long. I got to that money. I got to that league. Of course. Right? But I was there for what? A, a, year in a, a whole year in a semester? I didn't take that much time. But it don't matter what team you play for, how long you've been there, you, you decide to be this team, Man. we a team. Why? If he runs out, that's so soft. I, he won't do nothing like that. I, I watched the way his dad spoke, right, about his son, right? And I had a dinner with him, the way he spoke. He won't do nothing like that. I can't see that. You know, <laughs> if... Uh... Y'all my family up here, man. You know what I'm saying? Speak, speak family. Y'all, y'all my family. I ride for y'all. Even though we may disagree and all that, I ride for y'all. You know, I wouldn't be around nobody, let them talk to us, say nothing. But hold up. That's my dog, Shady. I know he says some crazy stuff. Not in front of me, though. You can't do it. Oh, wow. If we said we in this AC right here with these lights, if they say, man, show in the rain today, I do the show in the rain with y'all. You know I'm what I'm not, saying? I'm not doing the show in the rain. <laughs> Dang! Yo, if we all agree, I'm doing it. If we all agree, I'm doing it. I have an umbrella. <laughs> That's I have fine. an umbrella. Oh, we in the rain. Yeah. All right, we're going to do the show in the I'm rain because we're going to ride together. Yep. That's football, bro. Mm. You cannot come out here and say, hey, man, just because we lost a couple games, you know what I'm saying? I'm done. I'm out because I'm trying to go get some money. At one point, it has to come down to the type of dude you are. Mm. Right? And for me, 
Loyalty is big, and that was your last one, mm -hmm. right? If you ain't gonna be loyal to your brothers, even if I'm a GM, I'm like, dang, he gonna quit on his teammates like that. No matter how much, no matter yeah. how much talent yeah. you got, you know that that's that's gonna play something in my mind. If I'm a GM about to make this number one pick, like, dang, uh, in the middle of the season, like you said, a bowl game, one game, we see players do that consistently. Right. One game. This is the middle of the season. We got a couple big games left. You have not been playing well. We've lost two games straight against two really good opponents. And you gonna quit on your brother? Because that's basically what we're saying. Sit out and you can say the money and I'm looking out for my family, all that. But basically, this is saying you quitting on your brothers. Because you know what? You're not playing in the game because you're scared you might get injured. That's your whole thing, right? Yes, Could have got injured week one. Mm -hmm. Could have got can't, injured week two. Can't. Could have got injured. Could have got injured week three. I have a response. Right? Every time you take the football field, it's a chance to get injured. You know where else you could get injured? When you sit this season out and you go out there and train for the next season, you could get injured. Mm -hmm. Right? So every time you take the field, you could get injured. So at one point, to me, and how I was raised, it's bigger than the money. It's about the people you playing for yep. and playing with, that you stepped into training camp with, that you done battle with in practice, that you done said, this is our goal, this is what we're going to go do. And yes, we may have fell short for it, but that don't mean I'm quitting, you quitting, none of us quitting. He got to ride this season out no matter how it may look, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I don't agree with nothing he said. But I don't agree with nothing y'all said either. I don't care about loyalty. Mm. This is a business to me. This is a business to Caleb Williams. He is a he is a businessman, and his business is football. Mm. So I don't care about loyalty. Cool, y'all be loyal to Not each to other. It's, 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 uh, hold on now, mm. hold on now. You will. Buy, you will buy choices that I'm about to explain. Be loyal to your teammates, but it's not about loyalty. I don't care about being selfish. I'm a selfish person. I think in order to be great, you have to be selfish. Mm. It is a character trait you must possess in order to achieve greatness. In my opinion, most goats would agree with you, and I am one of those. <laughs> quitting on the team is less about the morality of not finishing a season because I don't think he should play in a bowl game. By the way, I was super right about USC, so you can come kiss the ring on that. They're unserious as a team this year. I said that, and nobody wanted to believe me. And look at you now. The point is, do you know unequivocally that Caleb Williams is going to be as good as he was in college in the NFL? No, no, that about nobody. Yeah. We don't know that about nobody. Right. Shady, you say this all the time. I don't care about college. Yeah, college, yeah. We know Caleb Williams is a great college football player. We know that. We all think he is going to be a great NFL player. Yeah. But we don't know that. Right. So how are you going to keep getting better at what it is you do by quitting in the middle of a season? He has more work to do. You just said they just lost two games, right? He's the best player in college football, and they lost two games. He's had one touchdown and three picks in those games? That's right. That's right. Trevor Lawrence was – you want to talk about Caleb Williams. We have a very short memory. Trevor – we were talking about taking Trevor Lawrence out of college football as a freshman. <laughs> when those conversations were had, and they were serious ones. Do you remember this? Of course. Trevor Lawrence. We don't know how great Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the NFL. He's won a playoff game. He's good. Yeah. Okay? Has he, has he changed the face of the NFL? No, he hasn't. Joe Burrow had 60 passing touchdowns in college. 65 total, 202 passing, passing efficiency rating. He broke all the records in 2019. We don't know what a player is going to be once they get to the NFL because it is a different sport. So for him to stop playing football right now to prepare for another sport and he's not going to keep playing and finishing the season, I don't care about loyalty, I don't care, none of this. The best business decision he could make is to continue playing the rest of this season. If you want to set the bowl game out, I have no problem with the player sitting a bowl game out that's not in, the, not, not in the college football playoffs. Here's why I disagree. With everybody. Yeah, as you should. Most recently, <laughs> most recently with Joy, because she's the one who, said, who spoke last. Um, first, I'll start with Joy, and I'll just kind of... Uh, let me know if I need to go to break, and you want me to revisit it after break. Otherwise, I'm going to cook. Um, the first reason I disagree with Joy is because you work in college to get drafted and get drafted as high as possible. Maybe you're different, maybe you're different. Oh, I worked in college to get drafted as high as oh, possible. No. I wasn't playing in college to get better in the league whenever I get to the league. Can we, just for one second, though, can we only talk about quarterbacks... We, let's, let's, let's reserve this particular conversation because he is a quarterback and will be the number one overall pick. Let's only talk about quarterbacks because there have been players. Uh -oh. Michael Parsons uh -oh. is not a quarterback. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Not a quarterback. Jamar Chase is not a quarterback. He's not going to make $250 million. Who's not? 
Micah's going to make 200. Okay, yes. Micah's but you know, but whatever he's going to make, make the top quarterback's going to make more. So, and, and that's what Caleb Williams is. So let's just keep this conversation, please, to the quarterback position because it matters. I, I, well, I, the only reason I can is because Micah will make 200 and Jamar will make you, 200. Emmanuel. I understand that they will make $200 million. I'm saying that the quarterbacks at the top of this league will be making considerably more money than whatever Micah makes, which is deserved. But that's not how the scale of pay works in this league because the quarterback is the most important position on the field, which is why they make the most amount of money, which is why they get, they, they get the heat and the praise that they do. So I can't compare a wide receiver sitting out. I can't compare Micah Parsons sitting out to a quarterback who is – who were having conversations about potentially quitting or, or, or sitting out the rest of the season. Mm. Who's, who's asking for ownership. Shane Lang, Shane Lang, go. So look, look, real quick. I like where this is going. So give us your case, but take out the quarterback. It's like court, you know what I mean? You got to always talk about We didn't want that on the, on, I mean, on the court. We agree you're in court. We agree you got to always talk about quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. You got to but I want to say, she put you in a box. What you gonna do? You gonna get out? You gonna get out? When we return, oh, we gotta address all of it. Put the heat on it. Hey, you know it longer than me. You know it longer than my boy. Should Caleb Williams consider, operative word being considered, sitting out? It's a business decision. We're all business people up here. Before you ever make a business decision, you got to run a cost-benefit analysis. What's the benefit and what is the cost? At the beginning of the season, the reason Caleb Williams did not sit out is because the benefits. The benefits maybe be a back-to-back Heisman winner, the first since Archie Griffin in the mid-1970s. Mm. The benefit, win a national championship, something Caleb Williams obviously had not done, something his coach Lincoln Riley had not done. Thus, it outweighs the cost, the potential cost of getting hurt. At this junction in time, what is the benefit? A Heisman trophy is likely off the table. What is the benefit? A national championship is likely off the table. So now the benefits are no longer there. All I see is primary cost. The greatest benefit Caleb Williams still has is to win a Pac-12 championship. Of everybody on the desk, I did win a conference championship in college. I don't remember it because I didn't win a national championship. The only reason winning a, a Big 12 title was cool for me was because I had the chance to win a national championship and I lost. So when you think about the benefits of Caleb Williams, it no longer outweighs the cost of his potential injury. I would also say this is the last year of the Pac-12. What's the Pac-12 title going to mean in 20 years? When we talk about Big East titles, I don't know who won a Big East title in 20 years. Conference doesn't exist anymore. When we talk about the SWAC titles, I don't know who won the SWAC 20 years ago. The conference does not exist anymore. So the reason I am suggesting that Caleb Williams should consider, operative word being consider, the reason I am suggesting he should consider sitting out is because the benefit, it no longer outweighs the cost. I don't think, Joy, that he needs to still work on getting better for the National Football League because at this point in time, he will be the number one pick taken. I think the only thing that will limit him from being the number one pick taken if he continues to play and gets injured or continues to play, plays bad, and all of a sudden the push for Drake May or Michael Penix Jr. starts to arise. So I actually think he has a greater risk in continuing to play than he does if he continues to play thinking there's a greater reward. So my suggestion for Caleb Williams, I agree with James, I agree with Shady. You do need to be loyal to your brothers, but I'll end with a very quick story and then whoever has time to cook, please cook. Shady, it was 2011. I wanted to go to the, to the National Football League. My brother had already declared for the draft. I went to a national championship game. My sophomore year, we lost. My junior year, we went five and seven. This is a true story. We were sitting at the banquet because my coach, Will Muschamp, he said, hey, Acho, come back for your senior year, and we're going to right the wrongs of last year. I said, bet. We're sitting at the banquet. I'm sitting there. It's myself, my Keenan Robinson, linebacker to my right, Jordan Hicks, linebacker to my left. This is a linebacker table. It's the end of your banquet. Will Muschamp's placard is right there. Five minutes, the banquet starts. I don't see Will Muschamp. 10 minutes into the banquet, I don't see Will Muschamp. 30 minutes into the banquet, I don't see Will Muschamp. I check my phone, it vibrates. A ESPN alert. Will Muschamp accepts head coaching job at University of Florida. Did he quit on me? Duh. Did I not talk to him for the next three years? Of course. But as I matured, I realized he did what was best for his family and he did what was best for his future. Mm -hmm. And so is Caleb Williams quitting on his team? I'm not saying he's not. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm not saying he's not. All I am saying is in sports, it happens. Players are selfish and they make the decision that's in the best interest of themselves and their family. First of all, coaches are way different, right? They're way older. They, they, they're, they're, you know, they... Coach has been traveling on so many different teams, different states to coach for different teams. They do that. College, pro, that's different. And, and I'm not trying to say nothing about you or me or anybody on this desk, but he's different than everybody at this desk. He's a generational talent. They talk about this dude where we might not see another Caleb Williams for another 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. Nobody at the desk can say that, right? In college. Definitely can. And, if, and I can't see an injury will, will, will keep him back from still being the number one mm -hmm. pick. He's that good. And when you come to school with, with, with your teammates, your, your peers, your friends, like it's, a, it's, it's something a standard that we hold. Like we're trying to win this together. 
We might win or lose together, but we're a team. Integrity. Everything we're talking about is all about money. This dude's making millions right now. It's all commercials. He's going to make a lot more millions in the league. Yeah. But one thing I, I, I think about, because I can't remember all the games in college. I can't remember the, uh, a lot of my awards I got. I, I really can't remember. I had a lot of them. But what I do remember is individual teammates yeah. I love to play with. To this day, they're not making millions of dollars, you know, my teammates from college. We still talk all the time because we got that bond. And for him to play all these games and come back to school to win championships and they don't get it, and then say, you know what, four games in, I'm done playing. I'm good. Yeah. You know what type of disrespect that, that shows to his teammates? Last thing, when they look at these, these college recruits, right, a player like him, they're going to ask the coaches, obviously, what they think about him, how's his work ethic, and all that. You know they're going to talk to? A lot of his players that played with him, played against him. They want to know who, who he really is. Does he party? Does he go out? Does he hang out with the guys? When they win a big game, does he party with his teammates? They want to know all them things. So you telling me if they're going to ask these questions for teammates or old teammates about this player, that if, that if he's, I believe, we got to go? We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go. Just like that? Okay. <laughs> oh, man, they gave Shady the rap. That's All crazy. Right, we <laughs> Lamar Jackson gave the Lions nightmares yesterday. Have the Ravens finally arrived? Wow. They gave Shady that quick rap. That's next on speed. Let me know when I can talk I again. I knew what you were saying, Shady. When can I talk again? I knew what you were saying. Can they finish it? <laughs> All right, family, in our hurry up offense. Well, Talking about Lamar Jackson. He took care of business yesterday. Blowout over the Detroit Lions. Mark Andrews caught a couple touchdown passes. Lamar had four total touchdowns and over 300 yards. Ravens 5-2, one of the top teams in the AFC. But, James, have the Ravens finally arrived? Um, no, I think the Ravens have always been here. I don't think they finally arrived. You know, this is a football team that if it wasn't for seven drops, they easily 6-1. and one. You know, they lost in the overtime at home against the Colts team. So this is a good football team. They've been playing good football, you know, at home on the road. I know Shady's ready to go, so I'm actually going to leave some time for him to go. You know, I ain't going to steal. I know they say we got two two minutes for the segment, so I'm going to leave some time for him to go because I want to hear what he got to say. Did you just say that if they caught the ball, what? What would you say? I said if they caught the ball in the Steelers game, they would be 6-1. and one. So I'm just saying that, listen, they ain't just arrived. They've been arrived. They've been here. All they need to do is catch the ball. <laughs> Lamar Jackson playing the same. No, I'm serious. I said that. Yeah, yeah. The other, last week I said, who are you more uh, concerned about? You trust about? more. You trust more. And a lot of y'all said Jerry Goff. I did. I think like how? I said Lamar. Because Lamar's better. Right? They catch the ball. This is the same results you would get every week. Every week. I said Lamar, but I thought I trusted the Lions as a whole. Mm. So. See, I was different. Yeah. Well, they the, the Ravens look great. Yesterday, there's no excuse for a loss like that either. If you're if you're the Lions, a great win over a really good team, you gotta feel great if you're a Ravens fan. Yo, and so fast, y'all have too much time all day. Oh, you I'm still recoming from the last one. Coming up, yeah. Christian McCaffrey is playing tonight with an oblique injury, but is that a good thing? Or a mistake for the 49ers. We are just two hours away from kickoff. Bang, bang, Niner gang back in action. Should CMC play tonight? That's next on Speed. How are we getting in trouble for being considerate? I got my butt kicked. All right, family, we are in our two-minute drill. 49ers on the road tonight against the Vikings. McCaffrey is expected to play after suffering an oblique injury last week. 2-5, you played running back at the highest levels. Is McCaffrey playing a mistake tonight for the Niners? No, no. If you can play, go out there and go out there and, 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 and do your thing. I think he's a good enough player where he knows how to adjust his body. I had a broken ribs, and when I would play, I knew how to adjust, take different hits so I won't feel the pain. Mm. You don't feel a little pain, but he's a tough kid. He'll be all right. I thought you didn't like taking hits. I, mean, I didn't really take hits like that. Usually. But, but getting tackled, though, I gotta, you got to roll with it. It's like Muhammad Ali, you roll with the punches. Right. You know I mean? oh, oh. No, I think, I think he needs to play. I do think that they need to find a little more balance for him because it's going to be hard for them to win in the postseason without him. We want to make sure that he's available, but I think he should play. McCaffrey probably was uh, one feeling that good, and he seen what the Eagles did. He said, we can't go to Philly in the playoffs. So I got to play. We got to try to win this game. Debo oh, he, oh, he know? Debo ain't going to be there. That's another guy to get the ball out your hands quick, too. To help this young quarterback and Brock Purdy, he has to play. So if you can run, you got to go. What do you need to see from the Niners tonight after losing to the Browns last week? I mean, I need, just need to see them bounce back, be the Niners. This should be easy. This should be dominant fashion, win. I know you're on the road, whatever, but this should be easy. You're a better football team than the Minnesota Vikings. This should be easy. Yeah. No, it's not the Eagles. Yeah. You're not going to see a football <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? They might win the game. They're not the birds. You said the birds. Uh, the, the, the dolphins. We was in the water with the dolphins. We was, we was in the water getting it. You know what I mean? <laughs>
So there's different levels. I saw. Emily was in the water getting easy. I think they win tonight. I hope they win tonight because I don't know. My picks are bad. They won her. What? We will see. Family, appreciate y'all tuning in. You could be watching any show when you spent your afternoon with us. We do not take it for granted. That's it.